Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Oh, my gosh. Somebody get me a liver detoxifier. What a, I have the mother of all weekend updates for you this weekend. The craziest weekend ever. Some sick poll numbers came out, by the way. I don't even know if I believe him because, but it, it tells a big story, not just about Trump, but about Biden, about DeSantis, about Newsom came. It just came out. I saw it this morning. It's really weird, but there's a bigger story there, I think. And I think Biden, this has to be the end of the road, but I got a huge show. I don't want to waste any time. My pillow is soft and absorbent. 100% long staple Sherpa cotton six piece set is only twenty nine ninety eight with promo code Dan. Go to mypillow.com right now. Click on the radio podcast special or call 1-800-637-4982. Folks, big show today. Thank you to everyone who turned out in New Jersey at the book signing. Got a funny story about what happened there. <laughs> Dude, this was like the nuttiest weekend ever. Sleep, especially as you get older, is so critical, especially that deep, comforting. Joe's laughing because I just, how much did I sleep this weekend? What did I tell you? Eight hours. Eight hours. A night? No, no. The whole weekend, like five and three. But last night, I was out. On my Helix mattress, on my Midnight Lux. Go to helixsleep.com slash Dan. Take the sleep quiz. I took it. I was matched to my Midnight Lux because I'm a side sleeper. I feel great on it. I had to fill in a couple of questions. That's it. Helix knows that everyone's unique. They have several different mattress models to match based on your body type and sleep preferences. Once you match, your mattress comes right to your door, shipped for free. I don't like sleeping on anything else. When you receive your Helix mattress, you'll be obsessed with it like I am. It's quick and fun to unbox. You won't believe how well you'll sleep. You wake up feeling rested and refreshed like I did feel great today. They have a 10-year warranty, and Helix even has financing options and flexible payment plans, so a great night's sleep never far away. Helix, H-E-L-I-X, is offering 25% off for our listeners in honor of Black Friday. Huge savings. Go to helixsleep.com slash Dan. Get better sleep. Use code HELIXPARTNER25. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long with Helix. Better sleep. Starts now. Thank you, Alex. Joseph. Let's do it. Dan. Yeah, it's showtime and uh, welcome home from a very, very busy weekend. I come up this morning. Joe's in the green room. Green room. <laughs> it's like next door with D. And he's like, "Guess you got a lot to talk about, kind of sorta, because he's on the show prep email." <laughs> yeah, yeah. You bet. I. You bet your ass. I do. I got the mother of all weekend updates. Uh, first, the book signing in New Jersey, major league success. 500 and I think 50 books were sold between Follow the Money and Gift of Failure. It was about 500 Gift of Failure copies. Totally sold out. Packed crowd. You all are awesome. Got to say hello to so many cops, law enforcement, FBI guys there, DEA guys there. Love you all. You know you got a special place in my heart. Thank you for all the shirts. Met a guy from the 7-5 precinct where I used to work. But I'm coming up and the, the, uh, the bookstore was great, but they forgot to save us a spot out in front, right? Which was Crazy because the whole parking lot was packed. So we pull up and my security dude's like, I don't know where, what am I going to do? Am I going to let you out? Like the whole point of being here with you is we got to get a spot in front so I can walk out with you. So there was this really nice guy out in front. He was in a black truck. He'd been waiting there for like hours. And we said, if we get you in the line first, you think we can have this spot? So thank you to that guy. You're the best. Book signing was great. Love you all. But that was Friday night, Saturday night. Went to dinner with the great Chaz Palminteri. Now yous can't leave. I did this to you from a Bronx tale. Ladies and gentlemen, the nicest guy. Ran into him at his restaurant called Chaz Palminteri's. 
which is crazy how they found a guy named Chas Palminteri for arrest. The nicest guy you have ever met in your life. I mean, Sonny from a Bronx Tale, the honor of my life. I think that's the highlight of the night. But Dana White was kind enough to get us some seats at the UFC. He's a great guy. I love Dana. Dana's like, hey, man, we're going to hook you up. But I got to tell you, I, I hadn't been to a UFC in 10 years. And usually I go to the UFC the way anyone else would. You just buy tickets. I'd never been invited by Dana. So, folks, I didn't know what to expect. By the way, Chatster, tell me yes or no. If this story's boring, you're like, I'll dump it. But this is a really cool story, I promise. I have no idea what to expect. All they say is print out this parking pass and have your security guy go to this entrance and drop you off here. I don't know. They could have been upper decker seats. I was just happy to be there. So we roll in and the lady's like super nice, walks us in to like this loading dock area. Me and Paula would always put us in this big like elevator. Then we're in like this VIP lounge. Folks, I don't get out much. I'm not like Captain Famous dude. I'm, I'm dead serious. Like I hang out with, you guys know, I hang out with my orthodontist friend and this doctor guy. That's it. I don't roll in country clubs and shit like that. It's not my thing. It's not my, I've never been treated like this in my life. Absolute hospitality by the UFC. Thank you to Amber and Reed and Dana. Put us in, folks, the front row. Oh, you mean, no, no, I mean the front row. Like, I could have gotten in the ring and started, like, duking it out. I was, like, ready to go. I was right there. If those fights, the fights were all quick knockouts, I told Dana, you need someone to fill some. I'll get in there. I still got a little bit. I'll give you the best 15 seconds of your life. 15 minutes? No, 15 seconds. I told Paula that when we first met. <laughs> I'll give you the best 15 seconds of your life. And all of a sudden, like, I, I was talking to Trump's people. I knew they were there. They come rolling in, and I'm sitting right there in the front row, right next to Tucker, by the way. Uh, the seat's got names on him and shit. And I get in a little late because I've been with Chaz Palminteri. Thank you. You see, look at this guy. Thinking outside. There's me. Tucker's sitting next to Paula right there. Had a long talk with Tucker. He's doing great, by the way. He's got a new production company. It was good to catch up. Love Tucker to death. I'm sure you love him, too. But- because we got there late because we have a dinner with Chas Palminteri, we sat in our seats first because it was already, the card was about to start. We sit down. Two minutes later, we see this. How strong that team is making his way into the building. One of the bigger mixed martial arts fans I know, President Donald Trump, taking his octagon side seat for UFC 295. Now, this is going to relate to the election segment I'm about to do right now. Because, ladies and gentlemen, you know I'm a straight shooter. I endorse Trump. I also have the world of respect for Ron DeSantis, the best governor we ever had down here in Florida. I just made a different choice in this cycle. I'm a straight shooter on all this. I'm never going to get me to badmouth other candidates. Tim Scott dropped out in case you missed it last night, which was the right call. Nice guy, not his time, okay? I'm not going to bash other candidates right now. But I'm telling you, I was there. And I want you to listen to me right now because this isn't all like, oh, look, you were at the, I'm telling you this story for a reason. I don't usually talk too much about that kind of shit. That guy walked out in Madison Square Garden, the city I was a cop in. Nobody knows more about New York City than I do. You may know as much, but you don't know more. That place erupted. That sound you heard is nothing like it was when I was there. I, you got to watch the cell phone camera videos from people. I, if, I don't know how many people were at the event. 
but I would estimate there were less than probably a hundred people who were booing because nobody could hear any booing. It erupted. He walked in with Kid Rock, Tucker, Don Jr. and Dana to American Badass. And I looked at Paula. I should have showed you her cell phone video. And I said, you got to get this on video because no one's going to believe it. The place erupted in New York. Listen, is that a poll? Is it an electoral sample? No, and and let's not overestimate or be hyperbolic about this stuff. I'm just telling you in a blue collar, blue part, in the bluest part of Manhattan, Midtown, but the blue collar people show up, even in blue states, the reception was overwhelming. I was there. I walked out in the tunnel and people, everybody was like, Dan, and everybody was going crazy over Tucker too. Paula, however, was a bigger star than me. She got a lot of offers for dates this weekend after this aired on the UFC. Look over, to, uh, if you look over Trump's right shoulder, you'll see me talking, but then you'll see Paula turn around. There you go. After- <laughs> I'm not kidding. We got a lot of emails. She's married. I heard a rumor she's married. I kind of know that. She's married. Well, we had a good time. You saw the picture with Tucker. Uh, Paula asked the boss if he could take a selfie. And the funny thing is, I love the boss. There's Trump right there. Paula's like, hey, Mr. President, can we take a selfie? He's like, yeah, sure. After Paula takes the picture, grabs her camera. He goes, let me look at that one. See? <laughs> he was kidding, of course. And then uh, Alina Haba and Dan Scavino. I love these two. Alina's like uh, the greatest ball buster ever. She's just one of his lawyers. Absolutely love her. And Scavino has just been a loyal friend to me for so long. And just the nicest guy who's ever been around Donald Trump. So a uh, good crew. But there was some controversy that made the news. It wasn't just the uh, the electoral stuff I talked about, which I'm going to get to in a second. But seated next to us was comedian Bill Burr, who I had I'd said something to on the way in. I, I didn't know Bill Burr. I, and is he a liberal? I don't even know. When I walked by him, I was like, hey, man, you know, funny shit, whatever, on on these video platforms. He was like, hey, thanks. Like, I didn't, his wife never said anything to me. But I didn't catch this when it happened. I'm looking in that thread, but I didn't. But apparently Bill Burr's wife gave Trump the middle finger. So, you know, whatever tip, I guess if she's big lib, I guess. I mean, I, honestly, folks, I'd probably do the same thing if it was Joe Biden. So I, I don't know who, I don't give a shit. Who cares about this lady? Like whatever, do you, do you think Trump really cares about some goofball? But, uh, you know, you're at an event, like in a front row, like just stupid. But like I said, I'd probably do the same thing if it was Biden. But what a blast. And I'm telling you, no matter what you hear from people on the left or anyone else, Oh, that stuff doesn't matter. It does matter. He walked out in a blue city to a blue collar working class crowd. And I've, I, I've been in Madison Square Garden a thousand times. I ain't heard shit like that in forever. Getting back to the polls I was talking about. This just launched on Politico. A monster series of polls came out in our election update today. This is serious stuff. Now, I'd, I'd urge you to take all of this with a grain of salt. One, because it's early. And two, because when I get to part two of this, name ID definitely plays a big role in this. But they know this is Politico, by the way, otherwise known as Bullshitico, far left leaning rag, right? But I'm saying that because they have no reason to put this out if it's not true. Here's this latest set of polls. Trump's projected victory is based on him winning the four states decided by the closest margin in 2020. Arizona, Georgia, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. All four flipped from Trump in 2016 to Biden in 2020. If you believe that, by the way. And this projection has him swinging back to Trump by tight margins. Arizona by one, Georgia by three, Pennsylvania by two, Wisconsin by 0.9. That's really not that tight, but whatever. Here's the thing, Joe, unflag it. Did I not say to you, well, don't unflag it yet. Don't unflag We'll give it some time. Let's see how the polls move because I don't want to be too presumptuous. So he's on hold. Timeout, T.O., baby. 
Did I not tell you RFK Jr. is going to hurt the left more than Trump? He's a lib, folks. He's a lib. RFK Jr. is not going to hurt Trump. There, again, I'll ask you in the chat. Do you guys know any Trump voters that are saying, oh, I don't like Trump anymore. I'm an RFK guy. I'm sure they're out there. I don't know any. Here, Politico notes, when independent third-party candidates, candidates are added to this poll survey, uh, they asked res respondents about independents RFK Jr. and Cornell West. And they added an unnamed Libertarian and Green Party candidates just too. Uh, too. Trump picks up another state, Nevada, as well. The other candidates together take more than 10% of the vote there. Thank you very much. I don't know. The Democrats want RFK out. Listen to me. They're trying to tell you he's going to uh, hurt Trump so you guys help get him out. This is such a sucker play here. It's so obvious. RFK is not going to hurt Trump. Here was part two, though. And here's the ass kicker. This is new stuff. This survey also shows Trump defeating Kamala Harris, which is a no surprise there, or shows him defeating Gavin Newsom, too. Didn't we tell you last week, Newsom isn't even polling well in California. So everybody, I think he'd be a more formidable opponent than uh, Joe Biden. I think you do, too. But don't for a second think, oh, my gosh, if they get Gavin Newsom in here, this is over. I'll add one more. If they add Michelle Obama in, I wouldn't I wouldn't chalk that up to with that. Oh, Michelle Obama, it's all over. I doubt she's going to run. I've said that repeatedly, but I don't buy that shit either. I don't buy that either. Here's where it gets hairy. The poll also shows Biden crushing DeSantis 359 to 179. Listen, I endorse Donald Trump. I love Ron DeSantis. I'd take that with a grain of salt, too. I, I, don't, I don't necessarily buy that. I think that's got a lot to do with name ID issues. Everybody knows Trump and Biden. And I know you're like, because you guys in the chat, 71,000, thank you, after 15 minutes. You're like, yes, everybody knows who Ron DeSantis, who does it? No, you do, because you guys are really super smart. You'd be stunned how many people across the country have no idea. When I was living in Maryland, Joe, I had a guy once say to me, Oh my gosh, that Bob Ehrlich's a great governor. He hadn't been governor for eight years. So don't assume like people know who Ron DeSantis is. I'm not saying he's going to win. I'm not saying he's, I'm just saying I would take a lot of those polls with a grain of salt. A lot of it's name ID based. Okay. I got a lot to talk about. I think also, um, I think Biden's days are numbered. I'm going to go into it in a little more depth tomorrow, but Politico and others are really pushing hard to get Biden out. And I think this deal's already been made. Mark my words here. You pardon your son and your family. We won't crush you over it in the media, but you got to get the out of the race. I think that deal's already been made. We'll see. All right, getting back to the other like crazy news stories that happened. What the hell is going on in Fulton County, Georgia? So weird, because when we talked about Fulton County, Georgia, after the election, what did everybody say, fellas? Like, wetting their diapers, foaming at the mouth. We had to clean them up with wipes. It's a big conspiracy theory. Well, I got two conspiracy theories for you today. One and two for the liberals out there. Two of them that appear to be coming true again. We are totally out of conspiracy theories because they've all come true. Remember the Fulton County, Georgia shenanigans where people were like, hey, it looks like something fishy's going on there. And everybody screamed and yelled, you guys are crazy. You're election deniers. 
We're election deniers. We're denying there's an election. No one's denying an election happened. We're just asking questions that you guys have asked forever. In case you don't remember what happened in Fulton County, Georgia, given I was with Tucker this weekend, how about we rerun this blast from the past? This is about a minute and uh, 20 seconds of a Tucker Carlson segment when he was still on Fox about suspicious ballots in, yes, Fulton County, Georgia. On a Saturday night in late May of this year, an alarm sounded in a big nondescript warehouse in Fulton County, Georgia. The warehouse was an unlikely place for a burglary. It was under round-the-clock surveillance by both private security and local law enforcement, including armed deputies with the Fulton County Sheriff's Office. Any unauthorized person entering from the outside would have to get past a locked 100-pound steel door, as well as a maze of motion detectors. Not easy. But someone tried to do it anyway, and at just the perfect moment, 20 minutes after the deputies in charge of guarding the warehouse left their posts. By the time those deputies returned to check out the alarm, someone had opened the 100-pound door to the warehouse. So what happened that night and why? We still don't know. It's also not clear why the deputies left the warehouse or who took advantage of their absence. We do know that a lot of people might have had reason to try to get inside the warehouse. Depending on who you ask, the building contains evidence that either confirms or refutes the claim that voter fraud affected the outcome of the 2020 election in the state of Georgia. Georgia is a place that Joe Biden won by fewer than 13,000 votes. That warehouse holds more than 140,000 absentee ballots. Yet when we talked about that on the show, everybody swore it was a big conspiracy theory. You're not allowed to talk about elections being stolen. Only us Democrats are allowed to do that. However, we kept going and kept asking questions. Questions that were never answered, by the way. I'll get to this a little bit more at the end of this segment, but is it making sense now why the Georgia election cases have been accepting pleas for misdemeanors and dropping a lot of these RICO cases down there against Trump? (gasps) Maybe they don't want this to go to trial after all. Let's go with another blast from the past. What do you say, right? Ready to go? Another blast from the past? Remember this Fulton County election official talking again about very suspicious ballots run through the machine that appeared to be perfectly filled out and crisp like they've never been handled? I'm sure this was a conspiracy theory, too. Check this out. I've done this for a long time. I've seen ballots. I've seen, um, I've touched ballots. I've felt ballots. The first thing that struck me, though, wasn't the way the ballot was marked. It was how clean these ballots were. And that's where the word pristine came from, because I, that that was the only word that came to me. I said, these are so clean. These are pristine. And I was running my hand over them. And I, I said to my partner, Barbara, I said, Barbara, look at these. These, these are almost immaculate. And then I noticed on the bubble that was for Joseph R. Biden, there was a slight eclipse, but I could tell these had been printed. And then as we went through this batch of 110, which should have only been 100, 107 of them all had this little eclipse for Biden. The next thing I saw was I started glancing down the ballot and Every vote on every ballot, both sides, even soil and conservation, was exactly the same. That's so that's just so strange. I've had tip, by the way, Kanakoa on Twitter uh, put that together in a nice compilation in the thread. Yeah, kind of weird when we addressed this stuff. We said, hey, uh, you know, we got, we got some we got some questions. We got us some questions here. You know, questions. 
Everybody screamed, election denier, lock everyone up. But it's crazy. As they were about to go to trial, uh, they forced a bunch of plea agreements for misdemeanors and dropped the case. Kind of weird. If you had evidence of a big RICO case to steal an election in Georgia, why wouldn't you go to trial and make a big public spectacle? Maybe because you don't have this thing called evidence, but they have this thing called, what's it called for you lawyers in the thing? When you work a case and you get access to the other side's information. That's right. It's called discovery. Shit. I never heard of that before. So maybe they didn't want Jenna and Sidney Powell and others to get discovery to have to start looking into some of this stuff where they would get access to the information. So plea deals got forced. And so I don't know. So weird. I'm just going to throw that out there. And then this happened at Becker News, our friend Kyle Becker. So weird. Trouble in Fulton County. High-powered defense attorneys moved to withdraw amid questions about the 2020 ballots. Wow. That is, I think. We had Bridgeport, Connecticut voter fraud. Now this. Ladies and gentlemen, it's way past time for every single state. A lot of states have moved, but to immediately, immediately clean up their election system. And I'm going to ask you one last time. Is this why they pushed for plea bargain deals right away in those Georgia cases so that there'd be no discovery and this stuff wouldn't see the light of day? Just ask a question. It seems weird a little bit. That was Pee Wee, I know. Even Pee Wee's chiming in. And he's not even a lawyer. He's just looking for his bike. He just wants his bike back, man. Some of you will get that. Another conspiracy theory came true, by the way, over the weekend. This has just been a cleanup operation, cleanup all four, and the conspiracy, conspiracy theories, carpet, rugs. Remember the Nord Stream pipeline? We were like, yeah, that's kind of weird. Russia's got a pipeline and runs from there to Germany, bypasses Ukraine. Pretty important pipeline. It, it got it got exploded like bomb. <laughs> and we were asking some questions because we were just asking questions because Biden had already said that they would possibly attack the pipeline. He did. Yes, he did. And we would call conspiracy theorists again. Remember that? Joe, what do you think the show's record on conspiracy theories is now? About a buck ten to zero? Oh, yeah. What do you think the mainstream media's record is? Maybe zero yeah. out of a buck ten? Very low. Yeah. yeah. I'm kind of proud, folks. If you listen to the show, you chatsters over there, you're at least six, seven months ahead of the news cycle. Every time. Let me get to a sponsor and I'll show you what I mean. Just playing the Democrats' own words again. My Patriot Supply dot com. Do not, and I mean, do not wait for an emergency. It's coming. The unthinkable is already happening. Don't be surprised. It's all out in the open. Trusted institutions are collapsing everywhere. They're telling you not to worry. They trust us. Do not. You know better. Don't get blindsided again. Join folks like me, radio guys, these guys here, and invest in emergency food storage today. You can trust my Patriot Supply. They're the nation's largest emergency preparedness company. Go get their best-selling three-month emergency food kit with breakfast, lunch, breakfasts, lunches, dinners that last up to 25 years. Breakfasts, breakfasts. Speak English, Dan. Breakfast. Their delicious meals offer over 2,000 calories every day. Just add water, eat it, and eat it. Calories or survival in an emergency. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and get a three-month emergency food kit for My Patriot Supply for each member of your family. My Patriot Supply also sells biomass stoves, off-grid room heaters for power outages, gravity-powered water filters, heirloom seeds, and survival gear that may come in handy soon. I can vouch for this company. I use them. I buy their stuff. Visit MyPatriotSupply.com. Prepare for the emergency today. MyPatriotSupply.com. 
going back to my roots. I was, you only knew me when I was a kid. We do two here? What? Oh, you're just like warming up? He's throwing some warm-up pitches for the next round. Remember the other conspiracy theory we were told, the Nord Stream pipeline? So if you don't remember, you guys have real jobs. I got a fake job. You actually do productive stuff. I talk for a living. I totally get it. There was a pipeline. It runs between Russia and Germany. Long and short, this pipeline is very controversial because the pipeline bypassed Ukraine. Ukraine uh, got these transit fees. The Russians were using it as leverage. Donald Trump had warned that this pipeline was going to be big trouble because it allowed the Russians to make a lot of money and not give a shit about Ukraine. That's basically it. Trump was way ahead of the game. We played that audio before. The pipeline got bombed. And we had some questions about that because the instant story was, well, the Russians bombed it. And I said, well, the Russians bombed their own. It's certainly possible. You know, Putin's crazy. Like, did they bomb their own pipeline? But it was weird. Like, if they would bomb their own pipeline as kind of like a false flag attack in order for an excuse to hit Ukraine, you guys get what I'm saying? Like, hey, let's bomb our own pipeline, blame it on Ukraine, then we can go nuclear and the world will be with us kind of deal. Why didn't they up the ante and do something really crazy after that? It didn't really make any sense. So this show likes to do this thing called actual reporting, unlike journalists. So while we were called conspiracy theorists, we did some digging and we came up with this actual video of Joe Biden when he was asked about the Nord Stream pipeline and seemed to indicate that they were open to attacking the Nord Stream pipeline, which made me believe that they were open to attacking the Nord Stream pipeline because Joe Biden said they were open to attacking the Nord Stream pipeline. Listen to yourself. Let me answer the first question first. If Germany, if uh, if Russia invades, uh, that means tanks or troops crossing the uh, the, the border of Ukraine uh, again, then uh, there will be uh, we there will be no longer a Nord Stream two. We we will bring an end to it. But but how will you how will you do that exactly? Since the project. And control of the project is within Germany's control. We will, uh, I promise you, we'll be able to do it. Joe just said it right, too, because he remembers, and he was here, too. When this story of the bombing of the Nord Stream pipeline came out, we were as careful as careful could be because I applied the Bongino rule, actually doubled it. I don't think we addressed it in any real detail for a couple days because we wanted to be sure that we didn't get ahead of the story. I want to make sure we got it right. Because, yes, it's certainly possible Putin's dumb enough to bomb his own pipeline as a way to engage in a false flag attack to up the ante in Ukraine. But nothing, he didn't up the, it didn't make any sense. It was a major source of revenue for, it made no sense. No sense. So we were like, well, the obvious parties who want to bomb the damn pipeline are the Ukrainians and us. And Biden said it. Okay, maybe you're saying to yourself, because you're some moron and imbecile in the media, and you're like, well, Biden's got oatmeal for brains. You can't trust anything he says. Okay, well, listen to Victoria Newland, big time swampy, or Biden administration official, higher up in the Obama administration as well. Listen to her talk about this. Check this out. Um, with regard to Nord Stream 2, uh, we continue to have uh, very strong and clear conversations uh, with our German allies. And I want to be clear with you today. 
if Russia invades Ukraine, one way or another, Nord Stream 2 will not move forward. Folks, thank you for someone in the chat said I love this show. I love you too, because I love doing this show. This is how, oh. He gets mad at me when I harp too much on stuff. He does. He's like, you got to, sometimes with media stories, do you understand? Are you with me? I hate these people so much that this, we were attacked brutally for covering this story after we gave it a few days and saying, folks, listen, I don't know who bombed the Nord Stream pipeline. I still don't know. And I sure as shit don't trust the Washington Post. Hold on to that thought for a second. But I, I, I don't know who bombed the damn thing. I'm just listening to these assholes in the White House tell you they're going to bomb the fucking thing. Pardon my language. They're telling you. Oatmeal brains. We're going to take it out. Victoria Nuland. Oh, man, we're at North Street Pipeline. That is not going to go forward. The thing gets bombed after Russia invades. I'm like, hey, I got some questions. Were we involved? Conspiracy theory. Pieces of shit. And now the same people, by the way, who called it a conspiracy theory. And it started, go look it up, Bongino, Nord Stream, conspiracy theory. Just like the uh, the bioweapons plants in Ukraine. We covered that story, too, after listening to Victoria Nuland talk about bioweapons plants in Ukraine. These people lie to you all the time. Oh, look, the Washington Post this weekend. Ukrainian military officer coordinated the Nord Stream pipeline. Uh, um, uh, this shows up. I, I, it's just fucking stupid, man. That really is. This is dumb. Why are we even doing this show? This is so, I can't even believe the same people who told us we listening to the White House's own words, we're asking the wrong questions and we're engaged in a conspiracy theory are now doing the same thing we did months ago. Oh, and by the way, U.S. officials knew about it. How do we know? Because it says it in the article. U.S. officials believe the attack had been called off, but it turned out to only have been postponed using a different point of departure than originally planned. So we knew, like we had surmised. Oh. <laughs> this is, I didn't even see Keith surprising me. There it is. U.S. podcasters, this is me. Spread Kremlin narratives on Nord Stream sabotage. <laughs> Brookings Institution. By the way, that's what the pee-pee tape hoaxers, Brookings, the same ones. Folks, these people, imbeciles, they have zero credibility. If you are listening to this show, you are at least six months ahead of the news. They lie to you about everything. Fulton County, Georgia votes, Nord Stream pipeline bombings, pee-pee tapes. They lie about everything. I'm not even, and listen, I'm going to end this segment on this. I don't know who bombed the Nord Stream pipeline. I don't. Seymour Hirsch suspects it's us. The shitheads at the Washington Post are saying it's Ukraine and we knew. I have no idea. I'm just telling you, I played you with the damn receipts of the White House telling you what they were going to do, and it happened, which leads me to believe we had something to do with it. Gosh. 
One more thing before I get to these spots. I got a, a, I got a thousand more things to talk about. I'm determined to get through this too. Why is the Washington Post, by the way, throwing Ukraine under the bus right now? My suspicion? Throwing Ukraine under the bus by writing that article, which the lefty said was a conspiracy theory? Here's my suspicion. I'll let this go. I can almost guarantee you the Washington Post knows the Ukrainian corruption we've been talking about forever. This is going to be the next conspiracy theory. Remember that 60 minutes thing? I guarantee you money we're giving Ukraine is going right out the door. The Washington Post knows about it. And now they're backtracking and trying to throw Ukraine under the bus to cover Biden's ass. Flag that mofo. Flag it. Thank you. That's never happened before. I've been working out a little hard. <laughs> it's paper. I act like I just ripped steel in half. Like a phone book. It's literally a piece of paper. Let me get to my spots. And uh, I think there's also something else going on with Ukraine as well. I'll show you. It'll make sense. And Biden, something happened this weekend at Biden. I'm, it's, it's all falling apart, folks. This guy's not going to run. I'm telling you, a deal's been cut for Biden to get out and, and uh, pardon his kids. Falls in the air. It means we're looking forward to crisp morning, sweater weather, falling leaves. I saw falling leaves for the first time in a long time. I was up in uh, New York and New Jersey this weekend. Most importantly, it's a perfect time for fall grilling, tailgating, and cozy comfort food. He takes a break with the spots. He goes in, does his thing. It's like break time for them. Omaha Steaks probably going to get an Omaha Steak. Omaha Steaks is all your fall cravings covered with 50% off site-wide during their semi-annual sale. 50, 50% off. He's going to raid my fridge to steal Omaha Steaks because he loves them. Their favorite, there's favorite tender, juicy, extra-aged steaks like their butcher's cut filet mignons. He's, I know I'm not lying. That's why you're always stealing them. I don't even have any left. Go to omahasteaks.com today. Use code Bongino at checkout and get an extra $30 off your order. With Omaha Steaks, the possibilities are endless. Endless flavor, endless value on incredible entrees, scrumptious sides, decadent desserts, and more. All of them are 50% off during the semi-annual sale. Every bite's backed by the 100% unconditional guarantee. Go to omahasteaks.com. Shop all your delicious favorites for half the price. Don't forget to enter promo code Bongino at checkout for an extra $30 off. Hurry, the sale's only for a limited time. Minimum purchase may apply. Visit omahasteaks.com for details. Our last sponsor, Patriot Mobile. For 10 years, Patriot Mobile's America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. When I say only, I mean only. Glenn and the team at Patriot Mobile love you guys. You're flocking over there. They love having you. I'm proud to partner with them. It's a great company. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks. Stop funding woke mobile. You'll get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left. Switch to Patriot Mobile. You're sending the message you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, our military veteran and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Keep your number, keep your phone or upgrade. Their team will help you find the best plan for your needs. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Dan or call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use the offer code Dan. Join me and make the switch today. patriotmobile.com slash Dan. That's patriotmobile.com slash Dan or call 972-PATRIOT. Thank you, Patriot Mobile. Let me tie this whole Ukraine story together again. Why is the Washington Post throwing Ukraine under the bus? Look, they bombed the pipeline. Now, they've known the whole time, folks. I don't buy any of this. My humble opinion, they've known the whole time. They're throwing them under the bus because I can almost guarantee you the Washington Post knows how corrupt the government is over there. I'm not telling you they deserve what's going on. I'm not telling you Putin's a good guy. He's not. I'm not telling you, by the way, we don't have an interest there in them getting some of their land back. I'm simply telling you, if you think all that money is going to military aid, you're out of your mind. The place has a history of corruption. I wrote an entire chapter in my last book about it. 
There is no way. They know it and they're throwing them under the bus, but there's something else out there too. Did Ukraine leak something to the media about Hunter Biden? Why do I say that? Because I think the media now knows the Hunter Biden story is a bigger one than they, they try and hide. they're trying to hide. All of a sudden, look at this Washington Examiner piece. Biden digs in. No aid to Israel unless Ukraine too. So Biden is going to the mat right now. He wants this Ukraine money no matter what. You think this timing is by accident? Here's what I think is happening. The Ukrainians are telling the Biden team, hey, man, we've got a dirt on you, a blackmail file, probably winking and nodding about it. You better get us this money. Washington Post is finding out how corrupt the government is over there and the American people be pissed about billions going to waste. So they're throwing Ukraine under the bus. And Biden is probably not going to run again. He's probably already cut a deal to pardon all his kids and needs to get that Ukraine money out there so they never release the blackmail file. You got it? I know there was a lot going on there. I'm sorry, but I'm almost positive that's what's going on behind the scenes. None of this stuff is by accident and the timing's not by accident either. Having said that, Another disgrace this weekend, Biden in Arlington, Veterans Day. Ladies and gentlemen, the guy, I don't even know what to say anymore. The, the, the guy's cognitive function is getting worse by the day. I'm telling you, there's no way this guy is going to be the nominee. There is simply no way. They're telling this guy, you better get out. Watch what happened this weekend. Look at this. Look, you don't know what to do. He's on, but do I go there? He's got, do I go back? Everybody's he's asking me, what do I do? He has the, the, uh, the, the soldiers got to point to him where to go. Folks, listen, I did this for a living. No one's going to tell me this is, this is not an accident. Do you understand these guys are briefed? It is not hard. They're usually briefed in the limo by what we call their body man, whether it was Reggie Love or Blake in the, book in the Bush administration, excuse me. They sit in the car with them. Sir, here's what you're going to do. We're going to go to the event. You're going to greet six people. They'll show them a little diagram if they have it. You're going to go up. You're going to salute. You're going to stand there. And then they're going to play, whatever. And then you're going to walk away. He doesn't remember anything. That's why he keeps getting lost on the stage. How many times I got to tell you this? It's so obvious. And it's troublesome, folks. Sorry for the sniffles a little bit. Bad allergies today. But I feel great. I always say that because I don't want you to think I'm like sick doing the show. That'd be really rude to the guys here. All of this is happening while the enemy's watching us. Iran, China, Russia, they're all watching this guy. Everybody knows if there were a real crisis that could turn into a world war, and we hope that doesn't happen. Everybody knows Biden has no ability to handle stress. He can't even handle an event to acknowledge our, you know, our veterans. All of this is happening while this is going on. The enemy's already here in the United States, ladies and gentlemen. If this were a, tr you know what? Let me just play this video. I just, before I even tell you what this is, I just want you to imagine that this were a MAGA rally and this were happening. Take a look. Well, look at it. Well, Lexington Avenue, that, Lexington, that's in New York, right, guys? Lexington Avenue, New York City. Looks like a telephone pole. Guy climbing up, ripping down the American flag. And it's not even his flag. Tearing them down, Lexington Avenue. Oh, is that a MAGA rally? No, the sign says, free Palestine. That doesn't even exist. There is no Palestine, so it'd be impossible to free it. Ripping down the flag. Oh, my gosh, that's so strange. Ripping down American flags right in the middle of New York City. We got some cops there, NYPD guys. If this were a MAGA rally, ladies and gentlemen, 
you would all be in there. What do they call it, Joe? The clink? You'd all be in the bracelets. And I don't mean Chanel. I mean like lock up, like the Smith & Wesson handcuffs type. Folks, the enemy's already here. The enemy's already here. They're just waiting. Listen to me. They're just waiting. Something bad's about to happen. There's a bad moon rising soon, man. And you better be ready. These people are already here. And the government is doing jack shit about it and jack left town. If it were a MAGA rally, you'd all be in jail. Believe me, everyone involved in that would be in prison right now. But as long as you're a, you have a free Palestine sign, you can say whatever you want. Kill the Jews, murder Americans. Oh, leave them alone. It's all free speech. Actually claiming, wanting to kill people, saying and threatening you want to kill people is actually not. I can't walk up to you and go, hey, I'm going to kill you. It's called, uh, it's called menacing. It's got, a, it's got a criminal code. Here's the campus of uh, UCLA. Bunch of really wonderful people here in their little garb there. Yeah, let's hit this President, President Trump picture. Let's just get let's hit the police on the other side. Let's beat that up. There's one guy like jumps on it like a lunatic, like he's riding it, like he's in one of those mechanical bulls. Yes, let's beat the sign. Let's say, are we screaming, kill the Jews too? Is that next? I mean, what's going on there? That's just, yeah, yeah, it's wonderful. It's just, there's, aren't they, they're such great people. Yeah, that's so wonderful, right? Isn't it great? Ladies and gentlemen, the enemy's, uh, the enemy's already here. You think they see that picture of Biden, can't even stand still for a second, acknowledge our veterans? You think they see that and they're scared? You think the Iranians are scared? Biden's like, you guys attack our facilities. We're going to hit you guys hard. They just keep attacking. They're not stopping. Then you had this breakout, too. Of course, you have the useful idiots here that make it easy for the terrorists to engage in these attacks because they'll never be called out by the morons on the left. I want you to watch this debate between this rabbi and one of the dumbest people in the media. You want to talk about it. You think I got a temper. You want to talk with a guy. Here's the difference, though. Uh, I feel like back in the day, maybe not now so much, back in the day, I could probably back it up a little better. Kank is the biggest wuss you've ever seen. He's just a big obese Twinkies eating slob uh, with the cardio, uh, the cardio uh, of like a 90-year-old grandmother. Kank Uger, Kank Uger is one of the young turds. He All he does is scream all day and melt down uh, and get into you know, verbal fights with people while he's a big wuss bag. Here's Kank Uger, and he's one of the dumbest guys out there too. He gets into a debate with a rabbi who actually understands the situation in the Middle East. What does he leave, end with? He ends with, you're a racist every single time because he's a dipshit imbecile, doesn't actually know anything, and that's all they have. I want you to watch this. Check this out. Whenever someone starts using personal names and screaming like a lunatic, they're losing the debate. Let me remain You're factual. the one First who all, used, made up things. The Palestinians, the Palestinians. The, uh, the Palestinians were offered a state in 1936 in the Peel Commission. They rejected it. They were offered a state in 1947, the UN Partition Plan. They rejected it. They were offered a state in 1967 after Israel conquered Judea and Samaria and the West Bank. They rejected it. They were offered a state in 2000, Yasser Arafat, Ehud Barak. They rejected it. They were offered a state with Ehud Omer 2008. They rejected it. They have the Israel unilaterally withdrew from Gaza in 2005, and they did not create a state. In fact, where were you, Cenk, when you say that you care about Palestinian children, when Hamas stole the highest rate of per capita international foreign aid, larger than the Marshall Plan, from Palestinian children, did not build schools for them, did not build hospitals, took all the money to buy bombs and to build a network of tunnels, which is larger than the, than the New York subway system. Where were you then? 
Why are, did you only come up now? In fact, when Bashar al-Assad killed 600,000 children, Arab children, when he gassed them with mustard gas, my organization took out full page New York Times ads to protect them from sarin gas. Where were you then? You don't care about Arab children. You are a Jew hater defined as someone who only Shut wants to lie up. and say that the Jews you are bigot. genocidaires. You and racist. don't try to cancel me and say that I shouldn't be on. You're not a producer of this show. Because you are ignorant of the facts and ignorant of the history does not mean that you can cancel oh, my voice. <laughs> That's the greatest thing. The bigot. Racist. He don't know. He just got he just got absolutely decimated on the facts. He knew none of that, by the way, because he's keg. He's a moron. And what's the comeback line every time? While he's crapping in his diaper. That tip the great Tom Marv. You know, you know. Right? By the way, Trump's got the right idea on it. You want to clean this problem up right away? The enemy already being here. The left melted down. Trump came out with an immigration plan this weekend. Did you see it? Did you see it? Chatsters, you see it or not? And the left predictably all had to be changed. There was a massive changing of diapers this weekend. New York Post, Trump plotting massive migrant sweeps, mega detention camps if elected report. Oh, okay. Sounds good to me. What's the problem? You're here illegally. You broke the law. You got to go. Where we where, where, where detention? I, I love the way they use the word camps, by the way. Uh, b- by the way, if this was a Biden idea, let me see if you guys, guys let me, oh, wait, let me go to the chat. Sometimes, sometimes I watch how many viewers we have and sometimes I watch the chat. I'm going to put this out to the chat. This is a test. I got a word in my head. Let's play a little two-way game. If this were a story about Biden, I want to show you the line. And it's, the post is a good paper, but this headline's written in a liberal way, okay? Trump's plotting massive migrant sweeps. Fine, you're here illegally. You got to go. Great. We love that. But mega detention camps, if elected, what would they call detention blank if this was Biden doing the same thing? What? Yeah, you beat the chatsters. I don't know if you heard that, chatsters. Anyone in the chat have any idea? If you heard Guy, you get the cheat. Yes. Who just said it? Who just said it? He-Man Dan. And it's He-Man Dan, too. We love you. You want to He-Man? Yes, it would be a facility. But because the word camps, of course, carries awful connotations, kind of the connotations with the pro-Hamas terrorists ripping down the flag, who would love more camps, by the way, and talk about it openly. These are facilities, but they're camps if it's Trump. If it was Obama or Biden, it would be facilities. This is this is great. We love this. You're here illegally. You got to go. You're welcome to come back in once you do it the right way and once you paid this fine or done some jail time for you breaking the law. But we're a country of laws. This isn't even remotely controversial. Yeah, humanitarian. Guy said it. No, I, yes, yes. Yeah, I, I'm so sorry. Guy's correct. It would say Biden plotting humane, uh, humane migrant. Uh, wouldn't be called sweeps either. Humane migrant gatherings. Uh, detention. Uh, no, no. Uh, yeah. Hospitality suites. They will be all given if a like a hundred thousand percent. This would be a different title, but it'd be the same story. Remember, man. You can cry at a storm or you can laugh in the rain has been said many times. But both times it's raining. Just depends on what you're doing. The media will frame the exact same storm two separate ways. Hey, I got a lot more to get to. I just, a lot of questions on Friday. 
I showed up at the UFC where I don't get dead sure, which was a huge hit. And you want to know why? I promise you, I did not do it to like stir up a shit pot or anything. I had a shirt, a button down shirt, because Paula was dressed all nice. And the shirt was one was super wrinkled and I we were kind of running late. And second, it's the shirt I had on in the Instagram pic with Chaz Palminteri. If you look, that was right before the event. The shirt was like a poncho on me and it was really annoying and hot. So the only thing I had in the car was a don't get dead shirt, but it's a cool shirt. I bring that up because the don't get dead shirts are back. Bongino.com available for pre-order and by popular demand, it's here. I wore it last week. Cutesy time is over. Cutesy time is over. Now available, Bongino.com for pre-order. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. This is not some dopey sales pitch. I don't make any money. Thank you, Joe. Great uh, thank you. Hey, you did. Good job. I don't make any money off this. My portion goes to charity. Once we're done with processing, getting them out, getting them made. Okay? This is an important, important time. These things sell out like that. And you've seen it last time. So right when the show ends, Bongino.com. If you want them, totally up to you. I only do these for you guys and charity. You have my word on it. We'll tell you where the money goes. Happy to show you the check, whatever you need to see. But uh, cutesy time is over, is now available. And we got more coming. But pre-order them now because they do. They blow out and, and they're done like that. And we don't keep a lot. We don't keep a large hand, a large amount on stock. So don't get dead is back too if you want another one of those. All right. A couple more stories I want to get to before we go. Listen, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm playing the hardcore Bongino rule on this story. I've been warning you guys and ladies out there. I don't like Eric Adams, the mayor of New York City at all. I think you know that. He's a liberal. He's a fake. He's a phony. He's a media hound. But this story about him allegedly pushing a Turkish consulate facility in exchange for something, a quid pro quo story. Did it happen? I don't know. I'm not here defending Eric Adams. I'm simply telling you that the FBI seizing his phones this weekend after Eric Adams started making a stink as a Democrat about Biden's immigration policy. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm a little suspicious and I care more about the police state than I do about Eric Adams. And I think this may be politically motivated to shut this guy up. I don't think that's an accident. The fact that his phones and stuff were all taken as he was going down uh, to the White House and, and a couple of days afterwards uh, to talk to Biden about uh, talk to their team about immigration. I don't know, man. I'm throwing a freaking hardcore, like skeptical flag on this one. I want to end with this. I want to end with a good story. Well, it's kind of a good, bad story. Folks, you know, professional sports. I, I bring this up because we're going to bookend the show as I started. I love fighting. I'm not personally, I don't want to fight anyone. I'm too old. Probably get my ass kicked anyway. I love watching it. I was kidding. By the way, some guy at the beginning of the show was like, Dan, if you got in there, you get your ass kicked. I was joking. Of course I get my ass kicked. These guys are 20 year old animals. I wouldn't stand five seconds with these guys. I was kidding. It was a joke. <laughs> Having said that, I love sports, but I, it's hard for me to watch a lot of professional sports. I, I don't go to games much anymore. I will go once in a while. I like college sports because, uh, you know, my, you know, my daughter's in college and the school she goes to is super conservative and very free speech oriented. So I'm happy to support them. But having said that, it's hard to watch professional sports. Uh, it's hard because I just, you want to like the people. I grew up, I loved Don Mattingly. I was a Yankees fan. Don Mattingly was a hard worker. His teammates loved him. He was the captain. He had a good reputation and he was easy to follow. He was a likable guy. Folks, these people just aren't likable anymore. They just aren't. 
Many of them are, but a lot of them just aren't likable. Here's what I mean. I'm going to con- compare and contrast two stories. Here's audio of Megan Rapino, super woke, got the purple hair, U.S. Olympic soccer team lady, always the woke stuff, the CRT garbage, the kneeling, the kneeling, just an embarrassment, nearly destroyed Subway sandwiches when she was like their spokesperson, just a train wreck. So she got injured in a game this weekend. I don't wish any injuries on anyone. I'm not a crazy person. However, you know, it's probably her last game from what we know. You think you go out in style, thank everyone, whatever. No, not Megan Rapino. She had to say this. Check this out. I'm not a religious person or anything. And if there was a God, like, this is proof that there isn't. It's fucked up. Um, so, yeah, it just, it's just fucked up because like, six minutes in. It's so bad. I don't really, that sounds really funny. If there was a God... Her injury in her last game, this is proof that is, yes, I'm sure that the Almighty is worried about your soccer. I mean, what an idiot. I mean, this, this is this woman's career summed up in, in, in one sentence. What a moron. I said I'd leave you with some good news, though, because I want you to know there are people in professional sports who, from what I hear from people, I don't know a lot of professional sports figures. I know a few, very few folks. I'm, I'm, I'm not a name drop. I really don't know a lot of people. I know quite a, a, a very, very few, excuse me. But I know people who know a lot. Aaron Rodgers, I hear, is a pretty decent guy. Uh, don't know him, but I've heard that. I've heard this guy, C.J. Stroud. Uh, he was a stud college quarterback. Is having an amazing year with the Houston, I think the Houston Texans. I don't really follow too much NFL. But the guy's really a very talented quarterback. I want you to listen to what he said after having two back-to-back like games of his life. And it just goes to show maturity versus stupidity in the other one. Take a look at this. Um, for me, I mean, um, it's a lot of prayer, a lot of just um, knowing that, man, God wouldn't put anything on me that I can't handle. Um, and um, it, I don't deserve his grace and his mercy, um, but he still gives it to me, and I love him for that because, I mean, it's nothing. It's not about me. It's about him um, and his glory. So um, I think that's where it comes from. I think God made me like that. I've been through a lot, not only in football, but um, things that uh, made me just kind of chill during uh, when everything's going crazy. Um, and I thank God for putting that on me. Amen, brother. I don't know you. I never met you. But um, I got to tell you, we get more of that and less Megan Rapino. I'll come back one day. You get more of that in the NFL and you get a league that respects guys like that, and not the Colin Kaepernick types. I mean, that's... I'm all about free speech, man. Don't get me wrong. But it's nice for a guy like that to subjugate himself so completely in front of all these people and give all the glory to God. Star athlete and says, it's not about me. It's about the almighty. There are some good people left. I don't know that guy. I'm, not, I'm definitely not vouching for the NFL. I think you know my feelings there, folks. But uh, it's good to say, I think we need to, you know, not only just go after the negative. Remember, carrots and sticks, you know? Carrots and sticks. That works for corporations, too. When they do something stupid, the stick. But when they do something good, the carrot, or there's no reason to do anything good. We need to celebrate guys like this, too. I'm sure he'll be pressured by the end of the week to, you know, renounce God and be like pro-abortion or something. But from what I've heard about this young man's character, I don't see that happening.
God bless him. And you'll make me a Houston Texans fan before you know it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you, B. I totally forgot about that. Oh, I got two big announcements. You guys are good. You guys are getting good at this. I forget stuff all the time. Folks, I do a lot of show out of my head. I got a couple of notes here, but that's it. So book signing. This, we, we're going to be doing a lot more, but this is probably our last Texas one. Book signing. This Friday, November 17th, Books a Million, Grapevine, Texas. We had 500 people in New Jersey. Let's pack the house. It's at 3000 Grapevine Mills Parkway for my new book, The Gift of Failure. It's this Friday, 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. local time, Grapevine, Texas, Books a Million. I would love to see you there. These book signings have been packed. We haven't, I think the smallest crowd we had was 400 people. So they've been really crowded. Guy in New Jersey told me it's the biggest uh, COVID, post-COVID book signing he's had, except for one person. Who do you think had more than me? Not Megan Rapino. John Stamos. I guess all the ladies showed up. He is, but yes, they were, he had a huge crowd. I never would have got, I'm no John Stamos. If I look like John Stamos, I'd have 2,000 people. I don't look like John Stamos. Uh, one more announcement, uh, Guy and the Crowder team, I want to thank them both and Joe and everyone else behind the scenes because they've been coordinating a massive Thursday show. This Thursday show will be simulcast on our Rumble channel and Crowder's. It'll be a two-hour Dan Bongino, Stephen Crowder special from his studio in Dallas. That's why I'm in Dallas for the book signing. Winky, winky, nod, nod. You'll get two hours of us I don't know what's going to happen. Me and him go back a long way. Things might get a little crazy. I don't know. I don't know. But don't miss Thursday's show. It is going to be live. I Gee, talk me into it. I'm always a little hesitant on road shows because of technical stuff. Gee, talk me into it. It will be live. Two hours, simulcast on both channels. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Don't miss Thursday's show. Thanks for tuning in, folks. This has been a total banger today. I love having you here. I'll see you on the radio show in a little bit and back here tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show.